0: Welcome to the Daily Devotions podcast from Confident Faith. I am Corey J. Mahler, a contributor here at Confident Faith, and I will be your reader today, this third Tuesday in Advent, the 19th of December, in the year of our Lord, 2023, in the time of Christmas. Today we commemorate Adam and Eve, father and mother to us all. Adam and Eve were the first two human beings created by God's own hands. Adam, formed from the dust, was created first, and Eve, formed from one of Adam's ribs to be his companion, was created second. Failing to obey God and listening to the serpent's temptation, Eve ate of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which God had forbidden, and Adam, forsaking his role as head, joined her in rebellion. For their disobedience, they were driven from the garden. By their disobedience, death entered the world. Nevertheless, in the midst of the tragedy of the fall, God promised that the woman's seed, Christ the Savior, would crush the serpent's head. In his death on the cross and his resurrection from the dead, Christ defeated sin, death, and the devil, fulfilling the promise of Genesis 3.15. As Luther commented, God arranged to remove through Christ whatever the devil brought in through Adam. Our readings for today are Psalm 103, Psalm 19. Isaiah chapter 40, verses 1 through 17, Revelation chapter 7, verses 1 through 17, and paragraphs 158 through 166 of part 1 of the Large Catechism. We will close, as always, with the Lord's Prayer. Today's first reading from the Psalter is the 103rd Psalm. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good, so that your youth is renewed like the eagle's. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses his acts to the people of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. He will not always chide, nor will he keep his anger forever. He does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. For he knows our frame, he remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass, he flourishes like a flower of the field. For the wind passes over it and it is gone, and its place knows it no more. But the steadfast love of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him. And his righteousness to children's children to those who keep his covenant and remember to do his commandments. The Lord has established his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, O you, his angels, you mighty ones who do his word, obeying the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all his hosts, his ministers who do his will. Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forevermore. Amen. Today's second reading from the Psalter is the 19th Psalm. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours out speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forevermore. Amen. Today's Old Testament reading comes from the book of Isaiah, and we will be reading the 40th chapter, verses 1 through 17. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem, and cry to her, the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, Cry, and I said, What shall I cry? All flesh is grass, and all its beauty is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades, when the breath of the Lord blows on it. Surely the people are grass, the grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Go on up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good news. and are accounted as the dust on the scales. Behold, he takes up the coastlands like fine dust. Lebanon would not suffice for fuel, nor are its beasts enough for a burnt offering. All the nations are as nothing before him. They are accounted by him as less than nothing and emptiness. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Today's New Testament reading comes from the book of Revelation, and we will be reading the 7th chapter, verses 1 through 17. After this I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds of the earth, so that no wind might blow on earth or sea or against any tree. Then I saw another angel ascending from the rising of the sun, with the seal of the living God. And he called with a loud voice to the four angels who had been given power to harm earth and sea, saying, Do not harm the earth or the sea or the trees, until we have sealed the servants of our God on their foreheads. And I heard the number of the sealed, one hundred and forty-four thousand, sealed from every tribe of the sons of Israel. Twelve thousand from the tribe of Judah were sealed, twelve thousand from the tribe of Reuben, twelve thousand from the tribe of Gad, twelve thousand from the tribe of Asher, 12,000 from the tribe of Naphtali, 12,000 from the tribe of Manasseh, 12,000 from the tribe of Shimeon, 12,000 from the tribe of Levi, 12,000 from the tribe of Issachar, 12,000 from the tribe of Zebulun, 12,000 from the tribe of Joseph, 12,000 from the tribe of Benjamin were sealed. After this I looked, and behold a great multitude, that no one could number, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, be to our God for ever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these clothed in white robes, and from where have they come? I said to him, Sir, you know. And he said to me, These are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore they are before the throne of God, and serve him day and night in his temple. Today's reading from the Book of Concord comes from the Large Catechism, and we will be reading part 1, paragraphs 158 through 166. So we have two kinds of fathers presented in this commandment, fathers in blood and fathers in office, or those who have the care of the family and those who have the care of the country. Besides these, there are still spiritual fathers. They are not like those in the papacy who have had themselves called fathers but have performed no function of the fatherly office. For the only ones called spiritual fathers are those who govern and guide us by God's word. In this sense, St. Paul boasts his fatherhood in 1 Corinthians 4.15 where he says, I became your father in Christ Jesus through the gospel. Now since they are fathers, they are entitled to their honor, even above all others, but to spiritual fathers the least amount of honor is bestowed. The way the world knows for honoring them is to drive them out of the country and to begrudge them a piece of bread. In short, spiritual fathers must be, as says St. Paul, like the filth of the world and everybody's refuse and footrag. Yet there is need that this truth about spiritual fatherhood also be taught to the people, for those who want to be Christians are obliged in God's sight to think them worthy of double honor who minister to their souls. They are obligated to deal well with them and provide for them. For that reason, God is willing to bless you enough and will not let you run out. But in this matter, everyone refuses to be generous and resists. All are afraid that they will perish from bodily needs and cannot now support one respectable preacher, where formerly they filled ten pot bellies. Because of this, we also deserve for God to deprive us of his word and blessing and to allow preachers of lies to arise again and lead us to the devil. In addition, they will drain our sweat and blood. But those who keep God's will and commandment in sight have this promise. Everything they give to temporal and spiritual fathers, and whatever they do to honor them shall be richly repaid to them. They will not have bread, clothing, and money for a year or two, but will have long life, support, and peace. They shall be eternally rich and blessed. So just do what is your duty. Let God manage how he will support you and provide enough for you. Since he has promised it and has never lied yet, He will not be found lying to you. This ought to encourage us and give us hearts that would melt in pleasure and love, for those to whom we owe honor. We ought to raise our hands and joyfully thank God, who has given us such promises. For such promises we ought to run to the ends of the world, to the remotest parts of India. For although the whole world should work together, it could not add an hour to our life, or give us a single grain from the earth. But God wishes to give you everything exceedingly and abundantly according to your heart's desire. He who despises and casts this promise to the winds is not worthy ever to hear a word about God. More than enough has now been stated for all who belong under this commandment. This concludes our reading from the Book of Concord. I now invite all of you to join me in reciting the Lord's Prayer, one of the most ancient prayers of the Church. I do encourage you to say it aloud if you are somewhere it would be reasonable to do so, but praying it silently is, of course, also fine. The Lord knows what is in your heart. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Go in peace and grace to serve our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in whatever calling has been given you or tasks set before you. Until tomorrow, God be with you.